Yo, what's up, everybody? This is uh, Teodoro Sergey, uh, your host of the Gion Cast and uh, the editor of the Gion Journal. Uh, so today is uh, a big day in uh, Virginia politics. It's election day. All the pomp and circumstance that goes along with it, uh, as uh, the, the the citizens of the Commonwealth of Virginia rush to the election polls to uh, to pick between uh, Northam and uh, Gillespie and uh, various candidates. Uh, that are uh, you know statewide and uh, local uh, candidates. So uh, I wrote an editorial of sorts yesterday on the Guion Journal, making my selection or my endorsement uh, as a writer. Uh, uh, you know, in terms of uh, putting my weight behind a candidate, and that candidate happens to be nuts. Uh, <laughs> you could read more about the article, but uh, effectively, you know, it's using history and a slight bit of a satire to effectively say how insane it is to vote between these two equally bankrupt uh, political parties. Uh, you know, I, I write about this often. There is not, a, in the broader scale of policies, there's not an iota of a difference between Democrats and Republicans. Uh, they uh, differ on the means, but at the ends ends the same way which is uh, a wealth transfer from the masses to the few. Uh, it's, uh, the, both parties are beholden to corporatism, uh, and both parties are thoroughly corrupt. And by the way, I know this from a first-hand experience. Uh, you know, I wrote an article this weekend about my experience uh, when I ran for, uh, ran for delegate in 2008 uh, to represent uh, Obama back then, or have things changed in my life. Um, and I ran to be a uh, voting delegate for the Democratic uh, National Convention. And, uh, you know, I was an outsider. I had no chance to begin with. But then I gave a speech that uh, kind of excited people at the convention in, uh, in Alexandria. And uh, there was actually a, a shot that I could pull off uh, an upset uh, until the, the, the Kane slate, which were the preferred candidates of then-Governor Tim Kane. Uh, dropping off one by one to consolidate their votes. And they dropped from, I believe it was eight of them, to two. And guess what? Two of the Kane slate uh, end up becoming, uh, you know, nominated. This is on a small scale what the dirty aspect of our politics is. Um, and you know, I know there's a lot of good folks in Virginia uh, and throughout every state uh, where, you know, people get involved in politics wanted to do good. And so my my intention is not to uh, cast a wide net and say that everyone involved in politics is debased or, or malicious. Uh, but the system itself is corrupt, irredeemably uh, corrupt. So people that want to make a difference uh, often go to DC and end up becoming the very same things that they said that they were against. Um, so this happens all the time uh, with either Democrats or Republicans because the system 
depends on people putting loyalty to politics and uh, and political party above the the principles that they believe in. Um, so when you go to DC, for example, and you you get co-opted uh, into the political party establishment, and you face a choice: you either either do good for humanity or for your constituents, or vote in a certain way uh, so that you could get rewarded. Uh, if, so if you vote, you get uh, campaign funds, uh, you get uh, positions within the, the political parties, and you, you end up becoming a, a professional politician. If you don't vote a certain way, then you get primaried, you get uh, marginalized, uh, and you shortly thereafter you get kicked out. So the system, this, this two-party duopoly, which is really a criminal enterprise, Oh, is is the is the problem itself? So voting between Democrats and Republicans and expecting a different outcome every four years or every eight years is the height of insanity. They're not going to change because their 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 responsiveness, uh, their um, uh, their mission is not to serve the public good. It's rhetoric. By the way, any by any time people invest all kinds of money to to broadcast commercials. And uh, and and do campaign uh, ads to tell you that they're doing good for you. They're not doing good for you. You know, I don't need to uh, have an advertisement to know when somebody's doing good for me. It's evidence. It's self-evidence. When people revert to marketing, that they're trying to sell you dreams, and this is what our politics has become. It's a bunch of of dream sellers, from Obama to Trump and on down, who make it their purpose to sell dreams to their voters. And then once they get elected, they screw them. They don't pay attention to any of our issues. They go to D.C. or they go to the state capitals and they uh, pay attention only to the money interest, to the special interest, and screw over the public uh, at large. This is the insanity of our political system, and both parties are complicit and this continued pillaging of Americans and the raping of, of, of our planet, all to feed the greed of Wall Street interests and plutocrats who are completely and thoroughly not only co-opted this nation, but the planet as a whole. You know, and I know that, you know, people are thinking, well, this is only a governor's race. So why put that much, uh, uh, you know, importance to uh, and, 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 you know, broaden out the the conversation to include issues that that are global in nature and national in nature because the political parties depend and and thrive based on the political parties on a statewide state basis and a local uh, on a local basis. So as you empower the Democratic Party, which are appendages of the the national parties, then you you you're empowering the status quo. With same thing with the Republicans. By the way, you know. I say this all the time now. Just because I say I don't like cucumbers, for example, does not mean that I like spinach. So if I criticize Obama or if I criticize Democrats, that does not mean I'm a Republican or that I'm, uh, you know, a conservative. What are these labels that we keep attaching to ourselves? I'm an independent thinker that can criticize both parties. We have to stop thinking beyond these, these, uh, you know, these gates that have been erected for us that make us see either left or right 
uh, black or white, then we, we see everything through these binary. Life is grand. The life, our life experiences are a lot more than politics. Um, so if we are going to demand a government that works for us, we can't just narrow our choices between two equally bankrupt parties and think that we're going to get something good out of them. You know, by the way, I used to be a through and through partisan myself. You know, I was the same person that really thought the Democrats were the good guys and Republicans were the evil ones. And if we only voted for more Democrats, then we would have, you know, Nirvana on Earth. Except, you know, Democrats are in charge of a lot of states that are suffering and a lot of cities that are suffering. It's Democrats that's in charge of New York, for example, and Chicago and Atlanta and and, and California, the, the, the whole state of California. These are these like some type of uh, heaven on earth? Gentrification, uh, crime rates, poverty. You know, as as Democrats keep paying attention to uh, corporate interests, they keep screwing over their, their most loyal voters. And this is no different than what Republicans do to their own voters as well. So, you know, you you we arrive at today where people are going around saying, "Oh my God, we had to vote uh, for uh, Northam." Who, by the way, did you know that he was? Uh, he voted for Bush twice. <laughs> you know, so if you vote for Bush twice, that means you actually endorsed his positions on the Iraq war and his positions on uh, taxing, uh, you know, giving tax breaks to the uh, to, uh, to the wealthy at the cost of the citizenry. Uh, his positions on state spying. You, you vote for somebody once, you can excuse it. You vote for them two consecutive times. That means there's a reason that you vote for that person. So Northern who was a, a, a Bush backer, is what the Democrats put up as, as change compared to Gillespie, who was a through-and-through hack of, and a lobbyist himself. So they're both corporatists that, that work for, uh, for uh, the interest of, uh, of the, the, the rich as they screw over the, uh, the rest of us. By the way, Virginia, for the past four years, Terry McAuliffe has been governor of Virginia. Um, and... Uh, you know, I, I left Virginia in 2015. I came back. I was shocked. Not because it was, you know, we, we made progress as a state. I see homeless people in McLean. You know, McLean, Virginia is like the Malibu of Virginia. I mean, yeah, the, the Malibu of Virginia. I put it that way. It's the, one of the richest counties in America. And now I see homeless people. And I'm not saying this as some type of an aspersion towards uh, homeless people. I'm saying it's shocking that we have this level of disparity between the haves and the have-nots. And it's one thing to see it in D.C. It's a stark reminder of the state of our nation. When you see homelessness in McLean, Virginia, panhandlers in McLean, Virginia, this is what's going on, not only in McLean, but throughout the whole state. Uh, the, the, the struggling masses keep getting screwed over. And then I was driving on the highway not too long ago on 495, and I see reserved roads, toll roads, on the highway. And you got to pay $10 to enter those uh, toll roads. Just let me remind you of something. Taxpayers pay for those roads. So we get screwed on the front end by, making, by being taxed to build these roads. And then in order for us to access the roads that we built with our money, we now have to pay a toll for that. 
And all this money is not going to the public good. The reason why debt keeps being piled up is because, you know, the the amount of overhead that's being paid to corporations uh, when they bid on, on state contracts, on federal contracts, it's amazing. There's a reason why the, the, the uh, military financial complex, defense industries, make billions, if not trillions of dollars off of us. They, they put in bids, I, I would know. I used to work for uh, a defense consultant myself, Buzan Hamilton. I used to write up these RFPs, uh, requests for proposals. And I, I know very well how much money is being made off each contract. I, for example, was uh, my, my billing rate was $240 uh, an hour was my rate that I charged the government. That was, no, not my rate, that, that my company charged the government. I was getting $45 of that, uh, like close to $50 an hour from that. Not, you know, not a bad take home pay. But the point is, $240 an hour is going out of that, $200 an hour is going to corporations, Wall Street corporations. This is not only Booz Allen, uh, Northern Grumman, Boeing, the list of companies that are making a killing from the government is mind-boggling. This is our tax money that's financing this level of malfeasance. So, you know, this is why state after state is also the same reason why state after state is going, uh, is bleeding red. Because they're pay paying corporate interest out the nose using our tax dollars. And, now, and then they come back and they say, oh, we're running a deficit. And they, t they raise taxes. And then they privatize everything. Both Democrats and Republicans are equally guilty of this. They're equally complicit of this. And we get screwed over. If you think about it, the, 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 the amount of ways we, as American citizens, are completely pillaged for our government is mind-boggling. By the way, the IRS is anti-constitutional. It's not in the Constitution. So the, the, uh, the, the way that they have set up these taxes where 30% of our taxes uh, of our income is, is taken off immediately at, from the top. And then we get inflation kicks our asses. Uh, the, 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 the rate of rent keeps going up. Mortgages keep going up. Everything. Uh, the consumer goods, the, the, the prices keep skyrocketing. Meanwhile, our income, our earning power is regressing. For the first time, it's going backwards. So as the cost of li living goes up, our earning power goes down. This is why there's homelessness going on in, in this country. And this is the, a direct result of both parties being complicit in the continued fleecing of America and voting for either party and voting for the status quo in that, in that scenario, in this paradigm, is akin to shooting your own self in the head financially. You're voting against your own uh, interest. And this, not only, don't, if you want to just look at it from a, a very self-centered perspective, but you're also giving a cover to two parties that are immoral and beyond that and to a government that is clearly illegitimate. This is not just hyperbole that I'm saying. 70%, nearly 70% of Americans do not vote. Um, the, the approval rating for Congress 
is less than 10%. I believe it was 7% at some point. Seven, 93% of Americans don't approve of Congress. Trump's approval rating is 36% and dipping. The majority of Americans, and in a lot of instances, the vast majority of Americans, do not have faith in this government. By extension, they do not endorse this government. This government is thus, lit by every definition, illegitimate. Because it's that means this government is, is ruling without consent, is governing without consent. This is the same thing that the founders of this country rose up against because they are being governed without consent. We are being governed without, without consent by a government and by two parties that are criminal enterprises. They don't let anybody have a, a, a shot at winning. You have to be a political insider in order to have any amount of success. Every other option is, is, is eradicated as barriers are put up by the political class. And this is what we, we vote for when, uh, when we vote for these two political parties. Um, so we have to find a way. It is an imperative to find a way to get off uh, the, the, this, this uh, uh, criminal train and, and find a way to reclaim the, uh, the, our government. The enemy of good is concentrated power. One of the enemies, one of the vital enemies of, 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 of any good is when power is concentrated in the hands of the few and, and, and a few. Federalism is the concentration of power in the hands of a few. That's what federalism is. This, federalism is the antithesis of what uh, the, the founders of this country uh, uh, you know, dreamed of when they uh, you know, put together the Constitution. By the way, I know the found, a lot of the, the founders had their flaws. But I, I could sign on to the, the the dream that they had, you know. Not saying that I endorse what they did in the past, obviously. But their vision, what they were espousing, even if they did not necessarily follow it at all times, was actually honorable. A government that governs least, least uh, the, the 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 power belonging to the people, um, uh, of of the the right of privacy. The right of free press, the 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 right to uh, to to you know, I mean the the Bill of Rights itself. It's it's what everyone should espouse. These things are being destroyed every day by a, a concentrated power in D.C. who thinks that they are the bosses of us when it should be the other way around. So in the process, they view us as the enemy. This is why they keep spying on us on such a, a, a mind-bending and breathtaking fashion where, you know, I, I've, I'll get into this in, in another point in, in time, but our government, our privacy is supposed to be sacrosanct. But yet, we have a government in D.C. that taxes us to death, that eradicates our privacy, and that tries to tell us how to live our lives. And this is what Democrats and Republicans are both guilty of. So voting in this context is voting against your own interests. So that's why I wrote an article that says I endorse nuts. And and this was a take on uh, General McAuliffe, ironic McAuliffe, uh, now governor of Virginia, but this is actually a, a General McAuliffe back in World War II. When the Germans had him surrounded and gave him a surrender offer, his response was nuts. We're not going to 
give our hands to you. We would rather try a different way. We'd rather go out, go down fighting than surrender. So stop surrendering, surrendering, and stop thinking like a defeated people. Thinking, well, we, we, there's no other option. Be the first person. You you lead the charge. Don't wait for for the impossible to happen. You make the impossible happen. You know, don't don't sit up here and say, well, there's always going to be. You know, slaves back in the day were told slavery is always going to be around. So why why even try to escape? Except human beings are meant to be free. So we try. Have the audacity to try and stop endorsing these equally bankrupt parties and these equally malignant uh, malignant uh, political parties and stop giving them credence with your vote. So vote for nuts in Virginia. <laughs> That's my uh, endorsement uh, from the uh, as the editor of the Guillaume Journal. Write in nuts. And let them know that we as we can only take so much being pushed around before we uh, respond to. You know, I'm not advocating uh, some type of violent overthrow of government, but if a, if a critical mass of people are, are acting concert and through unity, we don't need violence. Our, the power is in our numbers. So unite and reclaim what is yours instead of giving your hands to people that think that they own you. All right. Yeah. I'm told you sure great. And I approve this message. <laughs> yeah, by the way, I always ended at the end uh, by kind of giving a quick look of the Gion Journal. Uh, when you get a chance, check us out at www.ghiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiongiong